Welcome to Thunder Wolf Podcast. Being a Siamese twin or one body with two heads must be the worst experience in the world. I only say that because I am tethered currently to our guest <laughs> by headphone. Abby Nice. Hi, Abby. Hello. We are coming to you from across the country, and this is a little different of what we kind of expected this episode would be. Um, so it's been two weeks since we've been on. This is Paige. Hello. I'm Jacob. And as we said, Abby is here. Abby is roommates with Paige. Yes. In Colorado. But she is here with me in what was her old bedroom. That's crazy. I used to live in the very room that we're in right now. (laughs) We've really mixed things up here, uh, especially with the stay-at-home order and quarantine. Um, We have seemingly defied everything. I'm still staying at home because I used to live here. Okay. (laughs) Okay, so that's her justice. (sighs) I'll I'll defend it. Um, We're making sure that your mic is coming in uh, just... Will you say something for me, Abby? Tell the people who you are. My name is Abby, and I am from here, from Indiana, who now lives in Colorado with Paige, who you all know very well, and I love very much. Um, Weird, thought maybe the first time I'd be on this would be back in Colorado, but it's here in my old home, which is even better, actually. It's all fitting, if you ask me. Nobody asked you. It's all fitting. (laughs) Uh, But you are here. You are here for, honestly, a pretty sad reason going on in the world right now. Something we've been talking a lot about um, with illnesses, stay at home, quarantine, things like that. Um, Do you would you mind talking a little bit about that? It it will come into play with what we have later to talk about, too. Yeah. So I'm home because my grandma passed away last Saturday and it was pretty rough at first because I was stuck in Colorado um, because of the whole COVID mess, which apparently is not what my grandma passed away from. My grandma, my, she was a fighter. Um, she had lung cancer for nine years, um, lived for nine years, and then it finally took her, but it was just terrible timing of that to happen um, through everything. So I came home and risked the travel to be with my family so that I could be at the funeral to, um, well, whatever you would call it was it was kind of a funeral not fully but yeah how did that work with having a funeral during stay at home or like six feet or quarantine or anything like that so the way that we did it it was in 20 minute segments that so she was open casket and my mom actually had told me that she was looking at all the deaths uh, because we were at early wine which is right there in greenfield you know Mm -hmm. And um, she said it's like 50-50 on the people that actually got to have the funeral and the people that didn't. And I don't know what the scale was on where you fell. Like why? I don't know if it's about money or what on why you were chosen to have one or not. But um, we luckily were able to. It wasn't ideal or traditional in any sense of the word. It was more of so we were at the, the funeral home and there was three different groups. It was only immediate family 
and each group was 10 people or less and they got 20 minutes so um they had a little memorial like a uh, video with pictures um mm-hmm. which you can see on facebook if anyone wants to see my grandma's memorial um and then you it was open casket so we got to spend time you know with her as an open which was my first open casket experience um different but definitely um therapeutic and then yeah. We went to, we you know, we followed to the burial and everyone, only the immediate family. So like my mom and her sisters and then my grandma's husband um, got to stand right next to it. And then we all kind of fell back and there was probably like a 10 to 15 minute um, talk from um, the pastors, you know, all that stuff. Eulogy. Um, and then they said, okay, you're all dismissed. <laughs> so it was quick. Um, it was, it was hard and not, I mean, I... I got enough from it, but I do know that some of my family members were sad that they could not see a traditional funeral, you know, the whole yeah. someone stand up top and say all the things you want to say, a eulogy, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. There was none of that. It was it was very, very different in the sense <clears throat> I, of a traditional funeral. I think a lot of time, too, with like funerals and uh, memorials and things like that, one of the biggest things is like being able to have all those people who, you know, your grandma grew up with or like friends and like extended family and stuff. So like, not only do you have like the eulogy and you just get that, but a lot of it is like celebrating, just like getting together and like being reminded of a lot of those good memories and a lot of who that person was. So I feel like that's another added hardship of it was that it really was just you, like your immediate family, right? Like just you and your aunts and cousins. Mm -hmm. And you didn't. And then um, Bob's, my step grandpa's family right, was right. there as well. But it, you didn't it was get probably like maybe the extension 20, of, you know, your grandma's friends um, who knew her from young yeah. or like your guys' cousins. Like, and, and like that's a right. big part of those type of things too. So I, that would be really hard for me, especially because well, our family's huge. I think even for their grieving process as well, like it's, it's, a, mm-hmm. it's unfortunate that they didn't get the opportunity to come and to see some people maybe against an open casket or whatever, but like some people really could like, I feel like that's why it's a thing is because it's something that people really do see as a letting go process. And so a lot of people didn't get that experience, you know, now she's, yeah, she's in the ground and it's, we can do a memorial service, but it's, I feel like it's still not the same for for some people. So I'm lucky that I was even able to come and be a part of that process. I, you know, some people may have said I should have stayed home, but there was nothing that was going to hold me back from coming and seeing that. I would so, be the same way. my family, too. This is the second, and Jacob, and for all the listeners, this is the second, like, death of one of us for uh, at, here that moved out to Colorado that's mm-hmm. happened since, like, my grandpa passed away back in January, early January, and then Abby's grandma just did, and that we've had to, like, have that whole experience of just feeling so far away and... And it, it's so much harder because you just, that's the biggest thing. Like, obviously it's sad and we're heartbroken about our grandparents and the way that it was handled in the last, you know, few hours with your grandma, Abby and all that COVID stuff. And then like my grandpa, mm-hmm. um, his death was completely unexpected on nowhere. Um, and it's just kind of like, I don't know, like you just feel it's even harder when you can't be with your family. Like it just, you just feel think, like so out yeah. of control and it just, it just makes everything so much more intense and so much worse. It's like, you just don't know what to do with yourself and you're just sitting here just like everyone, but like just having to go through life until you're able to get home and be with everyone. And it's like a whole different experience and you're also grieving, but on your own and like your roommates, uh-huh. like they're there, like we're there for you the best we can, but we don't really understand like everyone else at home does, you know? Um, yeah, so and, and you guys were like you. You guys were totally great through that whole process, and 
I mean, the second I found out that I was coming home, when my mom, you know, called and she's like, I'm going to, I'm going to fly you home. That was a huge relief. And I mm-hmm. felt, I mean, obviously the death of my grandma is, is, is hard, but right. like the, the hardest part was the fact that like, I, I, I felt so much guilt yeah. because I had chose to move so far away, but yeah. grandma and I, you know, grandma had cancer nine years ago. So it's like when I chose to move away, like that was always in the back of my mind, like, wow, she could, you know, she could pass while I'm gone. And, mm-hmm. and I never thought of this COVID stuff is what made it all the harder. Cause like, I, I just never thought like, oh, well, if something happens, I can come home right away. But that was not the case. It was more yeah. of like, we don't know if you can come home. Right. We don't even know if we can have a funeral. There was so like quite once a few I found days, all those things out. There was yeah. quite a few days. Oh, you yeah. had no idea if you were even going to be able to come week. home. Yeah. A whole week. Yeah. It was mm-hmm. crazy. Totally a side point from this, but a curious about that as well. You did fly back. Mm-hmm. What was that like during all of this? What was your experience? Was it a normal flight? Just fewer people or was it, it was, a ghost town? Scary. It was so eerie. Like, Oh, getting, okay. So Denver airport, I've never been there when it's not crazy. Like it's right. always crawling with people. And so being, when I got to Indy, that was fine because Indy, like I've been in there empty before, not that empty, but like there was still music playing at Denver. There was not music playing. There Yikes. was nothing. Like it was just like my cousin who all flew the day after me said that she couldn't even find the security checkpoint because they had moved it. <laughs> and like, I didn't have that problem, thankfully. Like they they had it in the same spot. Um, but she had said that she couldn't find it and had to like go down some dark corridor to get into the security part. And I mean, like I got through security in like two minutes, like literally take your shoes off, walk through, have a good day. You wow. know? Which never happens um, at the Denver airport ever. Never. No. no, it was, it was so weird. And then like, I don't know. I feel like everyone on the flight, there was probably 15, 20 people on the flight, which was still, I, I felt like a high number for it being, you know, COVID times. And then my cousin said she had that many people on her flight as well. And you said 15 to 20 or so? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it felt like, and everyone was kind of like trying to sit like three rows apart. So like I still was in the back of the plane because mm-hmm. I had to go to the bathroom <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> on late. Um, but uh, so yeah, it was, it was eerie. I think eerie is the perfect word to describe it just because like it didn't, like once we got in the air, everything was fine. Like I was actually grateful. I didn't have three people next to me. You know what right. I mean? Um, but like walking through the airport, I didn't have my headphones in because I don't do that when I go through security um because i want to hear everyone when they talk to me and it was just like i like had this pit in my stomach the whole time i was like why is it so quiet like why aren't there people around you know um security you know how normally you go through airport security's like yelling at you Mm -hmm. they were not yelling (laughs) they were just totally calm and like happy so that's good at least it was a it was a good experience but a weird experience (laughs) kind of how you wish the airport was all the time yeah (laughs) i know yeah i've i i have heard of the eeriness of the airports right now and how so many airlines like i heard that there were just planes bayed like sitting outside of docking stations waiting but there's no reason for them so there's just a bunch of planes sitting out on the tarmac just doing nothing yeah i didn't see anything like that but i do know like my i had an original flight for tomorrow morning to Mm -hmm. leave at like 10 that one got canceled and there i remember when we booked the flights there was like four different flights flying from Denver to um, call or falling from Indianapolis to, to Denver um, that were straight through. And I was like, that's a lot of flights. Yeah. You know? And so when they got canceled, I kind of freaked out. But then I was like, my mom talked me down and she was kind of like, Abby, they probably just canceled it because no one was on it. And they just want you to pick a flight that other people will be on. And I was yeah. like, oh, that makes total sense. Like, so, um, yeah, it's, it's uh, traveling right now has been 
even driving around like Indiana and just thinking like, oh, I want to go there. I want to go. And it's like, oh, I can't go anywhere. Like I can't do anything. I've no. just been hanging out at my mom's on the farm and like, oh, I guess this is where I can be right now. <laughs> Which is a pretty nice place. Oh, absolutely. To be bunkered down where she is right <laughs> also, now. Also, I wonder beautiful. how much it's a little bit of a blessing in the same sense because for the circumstances that you're going home and the main reason that you were feeling that way is like you need to be with your mom because that's her mom, you know? And mm -hmm. I feel like it, in a sense, could have been kind of a blessing because I feel like this trip, you probably spent more time with your mom than you have like in a really long time. Prob I mean, that might be fair to say. I don't know. I could be wrong. Um, oh, no, absolutely. But I, without I would say having normally, all those places to distract you where you could or can't go yeah. and having I mean, and even your when friends. I come home, I'm literally like, oh, I need to go see my friends. I need to see yeah, this person. Yeah, yeah. And then so it's been like the first three days have been just me and my mom. I had Kinsey and, Char or, and Hannah came to visit me yesterday, which was nice, but it was still with my mom. Right. Um, and I'm yeah, I'm really appreciative for that time that I've gotten with her. We've spent every night on the on the front porch, you know, watching the sunset and um, in their little reading nook that they have now. It's so cute. That's so nice. Oh, I want to see that. Um, yeah. And I found uh, one of my grandma's old journals. I spent the day reading yesterday. Oh, cool. Some sad stuff, but it was uh, oh, it was wow. still interesting. Just because like, you, I don't know if you guys ever like think about what your grandparents or your parents like how they think or like seeing their inner thoughts written mm -hmm. on paper. I it was just weird. Like it's it's kind of like I think that's um, freaking amazing. Like an out of body experience when I'm reading and I'm like, oh, I like didn't realize like, oh, I've thought that before. Or, like I don't know. Like uh, maybe I'm more like my grandma than I knew. <laughs> it makes yeah. them no, it makes cool. them more human. <laughs> In a way, I think that'd be yeah. such a cool thing if you could have that with like your parents, all your grandparents, because it's just such a different time with all of them. And it would be just so amazing to be able to like relate like, oh, my God, like, I don't know. I feel like it'd make you closer to them in a sense, because you just forget sometimes that your parents well, that's what I was about live to say. this like, life. Have you guys ever thought about starting a journal so that you could I have thought about it so many times, but I have yet to commit to that idea. My mom was like, I found Same. one of your journals and I started to read it and I stopped. <laughs> and I oh go, God, <laughs> please never read. My I, I told her, I said, mom, if I die before you do not read my journals, you don't want to know. So then I'm like, okay, maybe I shouldn't keep a journal. <laughs> well, well, we talked about that on one episode with Paige and a journal found or something, right? Was it yeah. songs huh? in a journal? What'd you say? Oh, her interview. Yeah. Yeah. It was your, <laughs> your Disney songs. <laughs> <laughs> was that in a journal? Did you have no, that in? No, no, no. They were just like loose it was just sheets loose of leaf. paper. Yeah. <laughs> what did you keep in your in your uh, I diary? You your know, journal? I, I actually never ever had a diary or journal. I never processed my. I just really just trapped those feelings away. Never talked about. Them, never wrote about. Them. Do you think if you did have a journal, you would want anyone to read it after you died? I, it depends. I don't know. Um, I think from like my Anne Frank made it big that way. Yeah, she, she did. She, <laughs> she did, did, man. Maybe you're right. Maybe I should do it. But I, Anne Frank had a lot to write about. I so, do say I. That. so do I. So do I. COVID <laughs> nothing, nineteen. I I didn't think Anne Frank's diary. I, this is not intended to be like funny or controversial. I thought it just was like kind of shitty. Like not her writing, but like <laughs> it's a, the diary of a fourteen year old girl who was trapped in a horrible time and she was like expressing her fears and her love and how she was feeling like sexual and she didn't know what to do with that. And then they were like, you know what we will do with this? We'll make everyone aware of this. Yeah. And I'm like, that's kind of like her privacy. It like, kind of feel like people were profiting off of that. her yeah, tragedy. I, yeah. I, I yeah. get it. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. it's cool that her story was told. And then that whole mindset and perspective in that time was captured. 
mm-hmm. and that we know about it like that's cool but at the same time it was like they could have left some things out dude, that kind of <laughs> kind of blows <laughs> for her like yeah <laughs> yeah but i also think it was an important part of history to to actually get a first-hand account of what somebody was you know experiencing for sure especially through a child's i mean 14 year old uh, teenager's yeah. eyes um because all you had was kind of like I don't know. I feel like that really let people deep dive into what it was like to be in that time. Luckily, we don't have that kind of like invasion today because everybody willingly puts it on TikTok (laughs) and Facebook. Yeah, everyone knows what everyone's (laughs) going through right now. (laughs) But to answer the question, I do not believe I would want my journals being read if I did write them, um, especially for my adolescence. I'd probably be more open to it nowadays because it's more about like what is going to make me happy? And I feel like a lot of people could relate to that. And if like I had kids and they were going through that, I'd want them to know that no matter what your age is, no matter where you're at, no matter if moving across the country you thought was going to make you happy, there's always going to be something and you're always going to be trying to find yourself. Um, but my adolescence hard pass on the journaling. <laughs> I think if I started a journal now, I would be okay if somebody read it because I That's would what like, I mean, yeah. now that I have that in the back of my mind, yeah. I can monitor. <laughs> but like, no, my journals from when I was like 13, like, please just leave it alone. <laughs> Y'all know that I'm very impressionable and I have been taking up a new series right now, uh, Star Trek Next Generation. And every episode begins with Captain's Log, Stardate 4117.3. And I would... <laughs> Because I'm watching that right now, like I feel like every diary entry would be just me riffing off of Star Trek rather than like me actually like sharing my thoughts. I feel the same way, but mine would be Harry Potter themed. Like yeah, the other, exactly. The other night when we were all, uh, me, Abby, Skylar, and Tyus, our other roommates, we were playing categories. All of us legit would just have like a random Harry Potter thing with like the letter and this, mm. it was just like wand, um, Harry Potter. Like it was just hilarious. And, and cause me and Abby are currently reading it. Like she's on uh, you're on book five. I'm on book four. Tyus mm-hmm. is reading, um, the cursed child, which is like after 19 years later. Right. And then we're, we're watching the movies after each book I finish and Skylar, this is her first time, which we've talked about this. So like all of us are just like Harry Potter right now, basically. And it's just funny. That reminds me, I was going to ask you, Abby, when are you going to stop reading that series? <laughs> when I finish it. Oh, <laughs> we're going to commit to something and finish it this time. <laughs> yep. Um, and then I already told you after that, Dark Towers it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm almost done with that series again. Before Abby oh, I left. I thought you would have finished it by now. No, Bef- I took a break because I wasn't driving a lot with right now. And that's where I listened well, to a lot of. Ju- I already oh, yeah, told Audible. you. I need to read it and not listen to it. I can't pay attention when I listen. That is you, true. Paige she knows that. <laughs> she doesn't. Uh, no. Yeah. I will back her up on that one. Um, what was I going to say? I don't know. Before I moved here, I was, is that what you're saying? Oh, no. Before Abby left to come back home, she was giving me a hard time because I hadn't started Goblet of Fire. Like I took mm-hmm. a break after uh, Prisoner of Azkaban, like a week break. I just wasn't really reading much because I just like powered through three books. Yeah. Um, and she was like getting halfway through the fifth one. And she was like giving me a hard time. She's like, dude, I'm almost done. You better get it read before the time I get home. Mm-hmm. I want to watch that movie. It's like all in her time, right? And then like I just talked to her today. I finally picked up the book last night and like started actually reading. And now I'm in it. And I'm like, today I read a bunch more because it's like getting real good and I can't put it down. And I, I tell her I'm like halfway through. And she's like, oh, yeah, I haven't read much. I'm like halfway through. And I'm like, dang it. Well, that's perfect. Then we're at the same pace. We are now. But I'm just saying, like, I knew she was going to do this. That's why I was in zero hey, hurry. I flew through the first half of that book, though. You, you have did. to give me I'm props not, on that's that. That's not the point of this. But anyway, moving on. It's a little boring. I'm ready to get to the good stuff. <laughs> 
the good stuff. Yeah, like I want to just get to Deathly Hollows already. Deathly Hollows, I remember being pretty good. I read all of them when they came out. I was. But that was an experience. See, I like that's I. I'm mad at myself for not being into this stuff when it was coming out. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I could experience it with everyone. Well, when. Yeah, well, now you're experiencing it on you your own. You both graduated a year ahead of me, I think, right? Yeah, 2010. 10, 2010? Yeah. So when this came out, mm, I remember when the first ba- book either came out or just after it started getting some popularity. I think I was in second grade, so you guys were probably in third. I have no idea when Harry Potters were coming out. You know, out. honestly, that sounds right, because I think my mom and me, that's when I started reading the first books, because I... uh Mm-hmm. I was like sitting, um, we like sat down and read them together each night. Uh, the first one with my mom. Your mom pretty, read them with you? Like we started, it didn't stay a thing. I ended up going on and reading the through by myself, but that's like how we started. She wanted to do it. Like That's cool. That's so fun. Yeah, that's it didn't so last cute. long, guys. So don't give her too much credit. <laughs> oh, well, if you're listening to this then, why didn't she won't. it uh, keep Well, you going. know what? Your mom always got you best hair every year in, you know, middle school and elementary yeah. school. Yeah, so I won good. best hair. Mm-hmm. And speaking of hair... And we can actually transition this into what we've been up to real quick um, mm-hmm. over the past two weeks. And then we can go into our main thing we want to talk about. Mm-hmm. But today, uh, my roommate and our best friend, I mean, my best friend, Abby, um, it was her roommate in Jacob's now apartment, their old apartment together. Um, mm-hmm. But he cut my hair today and he um, has wanted to do hair for a long time. And he's starting beauty school in the fall. Well, that's the plan, depending on how all this COVID stuff plans out. Um but so he's been wanting to do it for a long time and i was like my hair is just getting like really long and out of control and i was like i don't care if you mess it up whatever i'm not going anywhere right now anyway so he we didn't, facetimed though, like, mo- huh it looks pretty good i never thought that you would have a mohawk but <laughs> it looks really yeah. good he nicked the side pink, and now it's shaved it's weird anyway <laughs> we like it um but <laughs> he facetimed my uh mom and she just like straight up walked him through everything and like sectioned it off and he just did it and he cut four inches off my hair it's to my shoulders now and it was pretty long so that was what that's what i've been up to today and skylar and i um yesterday went and got a bunch of plants and some gardening tools um and we started to actually finally work on our garden out back and made a lot of progress tonight tomorrow we're gonna get mulch and mulch it up and make it look all pretty but it looks it's pretty fun yeah it still looks like it's still in the process we got to mulch it and everything and like our we just got a few plants so they're kind of spread out so it's it doesn't look amazing yet but once we get the mulch in and then um another plant that we talked about abby and then just as time goes on just kind of keep filling it i'm really excited because it's already looks a million times better y'all plant some marijuana also (laughs) maybe but also abby that peony bush in that back that doesn't matter because no one can ever see it my mom said we can uproot it and we can plant it there if you want to work on that. Awesome. Yeah, because yeah. that's a really pretty pretty bush and it should be seen. It's like <laughs> it's like put in the weird like alleyway out back behind the house. Yeah. In yeah. the it's corner just, I think where yeah. no one can see it. No, yeah. And, it's, and it really is gorgeous. It's a gorgeous bush. And yeah. I'm a firm believer that all bushes <laughs> should bush always be seen. seen. Yeah. Always. Bushes <laughs> should be seen always. So. Yeah. Peonies were big, what, in the 70s? I think they're still big. They're yeah. I have a tattoo of a peony. I love them. It's me. And, it's Abby. Yeah. And it's our favorite flower. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Yeah, that's yeah, a good that's, transition, though. That's what I've been up to. That and continuously reading the Harry Potter books. Yeah. What about you, Jacob? I've been. What's up? Uh, 
I've continued to stream and grow the Gamers Church. Mm-hmm. We are over 115 now. I think wow. almost to 120 followers on Twitch. A um, couple hundred on Facebook and a few on Mixer. Mixer's not growing as far. It's our weak link in the chain. But yeah, it's growing. And actually, today is Monday. We're recording. Tomorrow uploaded. Tuesday morning, you're listening to this, or Tuesday afternoon. Tuesday evening, I'm going to be celebrating the 100 follower on Twitch. So if you if you are not doing anything, put me on in the background. Just hang out with me. I'm going to be playing a bomb game. Uh, me and another friend, so I will be defusing a bomb. He will be oh. reading me the instructions. I oh, will be getting fun. stressed for your entertainment and yelling and throwing my headset <laughs> and that kind of thing. That's the inter- entertainment part. I popped on for a second time um, while you were playing the other day. Did you? Yeah, and you knew that I did. And uh, I stayed on there for about 10 minutes and I um, talked a little bit. And I gave I've some never feedback. Popped on. You should. I should maybe pop on. Yeah, yeah we, I get before the we started notifications this, every day. <laughs> before we started the, the podcast today, Abby and I were talking about games and trying to show her a little bit uh, more reason why she should enjoy them. Um, yeah, please talk her into that because then she'll be <laughs> willing to I'm go really in trying. on a Nintendo Switch. I'm not getting I'm explaining Switch. to her, like, we just talked about entertainment. Why do you like Harry Potter? We don't have to go into the whys. I know that's a big thing with you, but... <laughs> explaining and understanding that you do enjoy it is the same thing that I enjoy with gaming. It's I am involved in the story. So rather than just reading what Harry Potter does, mm-hmm. I am Harry Potter and yeah. I can enact the story You're and I can do Jacob. Yeah, exactly. I'm a I, what? I, I, I like, for the record, understand for the record. Why I want to say that I totally get it. I completely get what you're saying, Jacob, and I completely understand why people are into it. I do want to say too. that because I feel yeah. like I've put down gaming a lot and it's just not my thing. And it really isn't really my thing. Um, but I do completely understand why it is people's thing. Want to know my biggest problem with gaming? Yes. Is that I'm bad at it. <laughs> I can't. I just can't win. <sighs> well, and see, it pisses me off because the only games I've ever played is like Mario mm-hmm. or platformers. You, yeah. Anything where like, I just suck. And so I'm like, okay, well you know or um what's the nfl games um madden madden like things like that like i can't do it so i'm like why would i enjoy this i'm not good for me i don't like the i don't like some games like i'm not big into racing i'm not into sport games basically at all um i like a lot of the the storytelling yeah Yeah. it doesn't even have to be like fantasy like it doesn't have to be wizards or like lord of the rings or star Wars. it doesn't have to be any of that Mm -hmm. it's differing stories of complexity and how it unfolds the character dynamic that is the kind of game that i really like or you're social quick like your call of duty like the yeah. classic but <clears throat> when i'm doing the stream and such it it is almost less about the game than it is about the interaction because i'm just chatting with people hanging out i mm-hmm. am playing this game but people are popping on chat and talking to me. Hey, what what's this about? What do you think about See, this? See, that's what I've never understood though. Like I used to have a coworker who would literally sit and watch mm-hmm. hours and hours of those videos of people watching games or yeah. playing like watching someone play a game and I'm like, "Why don't uh, why wouldn't you just want to play the game?" He's like, "I do play the game." That's sure. why I watch these videos and I'm like, "But it's boring." Do you watch sports at all? Like no. do you watch football? Do you no. watch baseball? I go to I like to go to baseball games. Okay, so there's a similar aspect there. You go to a baseball game <laughs> well, for that's the for experience, the beer and the right? Hot dogs, but. Right, for sure. <laughs> but there's something of that. You can watch the game and that's more of like a secondary thing for you. 
Yeah. You don't necessarily care about the players or the I've score. Gotten, it, well, it's like I care about their butts. <laughs> it's what's happening. I show my ass on stream sometimes. <laughs> oh, if you um, then I'm definitely tuning in. <laughs> <laughs> Wear uh, some tight pants, we're in. <laughs> but that's that's the idea, right? Like it's the same as somebody watching a football game and also enjoying playing it. Yeah. It's okay. this is my favorite uh athlete and I like following their career or like there's We've talked about it on here. Um, different streamers have different reasons to watch it. Some are really funny, and they're mm -hmm. like the personality. Some mm -hmm. are really good at so a particular you're like game. Talking on your streaming. Oh, constantly. Yeah, and like, they're yeah. talking to each doing. other, Abby. Like he's oh, talking okay. to other people he's playing the game with, and then like people who watch. Like I got on, and I'm just um, I'm messaging things, and it just goes out there. And then Jacob talks to me, and we talk to each other through my messaging, and he does that with other people. Like it's all everyone's talking. So I'm playing a game and I'm, hey, tell me about your days. I want to know what, what what you guys do today. Here's Abby, a question. What do you guys think about this while I'm playing? And that's like yeah. background. That's uh -huh. the baseball game happening. But the conversation, the beer, the hanging out, the talking around, that is really what it's, it's about It's like a me. podcast during gaming. And also, exactly. Abby, it's very similar to um, your live streaming with like Lumineers and the band you've been watching. It's that same type of thing, and he's like talking to people and messaging. It's really the same thing, just gaming oh, in the okay. background. Well, I'll definitely yeah. tune in then. Yeah, it's 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 cool, and it is different than what, especially if you haven't watched streams before. I'll watch you or, play Animal Crossing. Yeah, I've been playing Animal Crossing on there. Now that we have the the capture card, that was a donation. <laughs> we had earned enough money. We've been earning a lot of money on there through donations, which has been super cool. Oh, and so awesome. all that money is going back into the stream to get better stuff. Yeah. Um, which is really cool. That is but cool. That's what I've been doing that and watching uh, Star Trek. I think two weeks ago, I had just started doing the yoga that you had suggested. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I've been continuing with that. I didn't do it today, um, given well, we, today's we did, a little bit different. We but. did go on a three and a half mile walk. Mm -hmm. I've been doing that walk what pretty day, much daily. Uh, what day are you on now, Jacob? Well, I just did day 14, but that doesn't mean Jeez. that that's the day that I'm on. Okay. I think YouTube suggested me like a day or two ahead because I'm pretty I sure I was on day 12. Well, you're really catching up quick either way because um, Skylar and I, we took like a few days off or whatever here and there. So we're only on 18 now. Like our next one is 18. Namaste. Yeah, namaste. <laughs> I've been posting about that. That's been the other thing. I know. And I've honestly really loved it. Did I text you this or did I imagine I texted you this? I'm about to say it. Um, I was going <laughs> to, I was going to say we should do an intro of like some kind of yoga quote or namaste quote because you've been like so woke on it namaste. all namaste. over Facebook and it's been really making me laugh. And I'm not even just saying that. Like I've really gotten a kick out of your, <laughs> I've actually um, laughed a few times as well. At uh, your namaste things. <laughs> friend of mine in the show. Merker Mark, Mark Foltz, who designed our yeah. Thunderwolf, mm -hmm. he posted and said, um, shut the fuck up about yoga. <laughs> and so I made everything about my profile page to be yoga. My profile picture is now like yeah, my I head on that. some yogi master. <laughs> the background picture is uh, just a bunch of hot women in yoga pants doing downward yeah. dog. I which is pretty sweet. Too. Well, that's a great background uh -huh. And then it says like namaste on my arms. I added that too. Like <laughs> it just so says funny. namaste everywhere. It's like so extra because it's really not you at all, but some people really <laughs> think it is you. It's just all so you, but not, and it just cracks mm -hmm. me up. It's pretty fun, but that's what I've been doing. Those Abby, things. real quick with you, but you're just a guest, so we <laughs> so don't care too much. So you get the least much. amount of time. <laughs> what I did today? 
No, what you've been up to in quarantine. the quarantine? Just a couple oh. of things. Oh, during quarantine. Um, well, reading the Harry Potter books. Um, I still work. She's a with, follower. Work the same thing as Paige. Unfortunately, we both hate it. Um, and I don't know. Like, um, you know, I hang out. I hang out with my bros <laughs> most of the days. I don't. I don't hate my job. I love it. Um, but that's good. That sounds good. All right. Let's. What's next, Jacob? Well, we started talking about uh death which we we didn't say i I know we've said off line as well but um again i'm really proud of you abby for how you've dealt with this with your grandma and how all this is going through and also offering the condolences on here as well as we did off but to make that point known um we talked about it when you came over today Mm -hmm. and we went over what happened with it and saved some of it for this so this on the podcast was some of the first time we heard about like the open casket the 20 people etc right um but i brought up to you an article that i had found a couple days ago and shared with Paige, which i thought was pretty topical and so i'm glad that you wanted to talk about it as well uh i found an article on facebook shared by i believe friend destiny shared it and I was kind of shocked at first when I saw the images. Um, they were they were a little bit disturbing. Yeah. And I looked into it some more because I thought it might have been like a prank or somebody just being uh-huh. you know, pretty edgy on social media and sharing dead bodies. But then as I read into it more, I learned that it, in fact, was very real. And it's a tradition a ritual death ritual tradition from the people of Indonesia, the, um, the Torahan people of Sulawesi Island. So this ritual is called the Manin death ritual. I'm hoping I'm pronouncing that correctly. Um, the blurb from culture collective said that every three years for more than 900 years, the people of Lambang Patan village dig out the mummified bodies of their loved ones to clean them up, dress them in new clothes, and then bury them again. The ceremony celebrated by all families in the village is a key element in the belief system which combines Christian and indigenous concepts. The idea behind it is that death is not the end of a person's life, but rather another step, a very important one, in a long spiritual life. So these photos that were shown are people of this village who have preserved and then recollected the bodies of their loved ones dug them up cleaned them they're mu- some of them look mummified some of them are more skeletal but then they dress them in their clothing that they wore when they were alive and then they celebrate life with them they parade them about they come visit with them and at first like i said i was very disturbed by it because it's so so different from anything that we are taught mm-hmm. in western culture and tradition understanding of death and the celebration mm-hmm. etc it's like you said more i know yours wasn't yours was covid traditional like mm-hmm. some new thing where it was limited and it, traditionally it's the open casket or closed like you said page the people show up they mm-hmm. we communicate with each other the living talk about these memories and then that's that's the celebration that's the funeral but this was this was wild i thought um 
And so I found this, I read this, and then I shared it with Paige. I know Abby had just learned about it today, so I have it pulled up on the other screen, and we're kind of looking through some pictures yeah. right now. And I just want to say kudos to them, because these people actually look very well-preserved. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> like, if they've been, they, and they've been doing this 900 well, years. It yeah, says over that the course in the article, of them. It says that in the article that they, like, feed them and work with them like to act as though they're just sick and in healing like during the mm -hmm. time while they're out of the casket mm -hmm. or whatever which is why it's wild yeah um, that's crazy well i'll make sure to post a this in the description for the video so if you want to yeah. if you're hearing this and you want to see more and know how it's spelled etc um definitely check this out i thought this was really cool and very topical given you know the death that's going on in the world, the passing recently within Abby's family, um, and even yours, Paige. I mean, I know this has been well. It makes me wonder that these people must have a much more a much more healthier relationship with death. Than, I would imagine so. Than what our Western civilization does, yeah. Because even and, and that's what I was saying to you earlier, Jacob. Is that like my relationship with death? Is what I was saying is, I I feel like if somebody can live a long happy life or full life and maybe not even happy because some people may not be mm -hmm. always happy but but a full life of having a family and having you know somebody to share their life with and and even with like my grandma who had nine years of cancer life but they were good years good nine years of you know having cancer yeah like and now everyone's it, it's very sad that she's gone and i i just keep thinking like oh she's not in pain anymore like she's she lived 83 years. That's such a long time to live and it's a, a long happy life. life. Yeah. And I feel like with these yeah. people, they probably feel that way too because, I mean, I don't know if I'd want to dig her up every three years and celebrate with her, because, right. but that's because I'm not used to it. But I feel like these people, they probably look forward to that and, and they think, oh, I get to see my grandma again. I get to see my great grandma again. You know, like yeah. for them, it's like they're not dead. There's, and I just read something in there that was like, it's in a Christian faith, but like they, they yeah. see the spiritual side of everything. And I was talking about that with my mom today of saying like, we were saying like, would we rather be, you know, cremated or buried? And I was saying cremated and my mom goes, well, it's just a body either way. Like your spirit's not there anymore. And that like kind of hit me hard. I was like, wow, you're right. Like, it, like once you die, like, well, we don't know what happens. None of right. us know. And we, we all, that's the question of the world, right? Yeah. Um, but these people must honestly believe that their spirits are still there <laughs> with them. So that's really interesting. Yeah, it, yeah, it's a, it's a different sort of comfort for them, for sure. Mm -hmm. Like you said, like just having them out and about, it's almost like they never really lost them in a way, um, which is is crazy to us because we're not used to it. But I don't know, like it, like you said, it's something to look forward to. It's it's a totally different. What's the word I'm trying to look for right now? Um, grief. Yeah, like the way they can work through their grief and stuff. They don't mm -hmm. really seem to have to have it as much. No, and to that point exactly. Uh, from all that is interesting.com. Um, while death is typically treated with a joyless outlook in Western culture, the complete opposite is true for Indonesia's Torha people. For them, death is not something to dread and avoid, just what you're saying with the grief, but a central part of living that involves mm -hmm. honoring the deceased. Um, it says here, who are the Torha? The Torha people number in hundreds of thousands and are indigenous to the South Sulawesi, Sulawesi region of Indonesia at the geographical center of the country's sprawling archipelago. The area is mountainous and tropical, experiencing high temps and heavy rainfall. Uh, little contact with the outside world to the Dutch occupied in 1906. So a relatively new mm -hmm. culture unfolding as well. Um, and yeah. then this is where you had read Abby. While most of the modern day Torah people are of Christian faith and some are Muslim, 
animism, a belief that non-human entities such as animals, plants, and even inanimate objects possesses a spiritual essence is still very much part of their culture. So that spirituality that everything has it, which kind of, I believe is related to Shintoism, Japanese belief of nature and the spiritual connection mm -hmm. of everything. Yeah. Which I think that's awesome. Like what, what you read up top, like how death is kind of celebrated. Mm -hmm. I, that's what I was saying early too, is I like, it's inevitable. Anyone at any time in your life could die. And that's something that you know, your whole life. Like, yeah. as a, I mean, even my niece today who, when we, she was in there, like she did see the open casket and stuff, but she was just bawling and bawling and crying and crying and crying. And it, that, that made it harder for me because I knew that she couldn't fully understand what was going on. Yeah. But like, you know, as us as adults, like we know people die, we know that this is going to happen. And I think that must be more refreshing for them to, to know, like to be able to celebrate that, like celebrate the life, mourn the life, grieve the life, but also know that like, that's what it's about. <laughs> like, yeah, the, we're on earth. We're going to die one day. Yeah. And I'm Nobody's sure it's meant harder to live when, forever. Exactly. Exactly. And I, I think we all kind of, I feel like in Western civilization, especially we all kind of get this mindset of like, we are going to live forever. Like we're invincible and nothing's ever mm. bad's going to happen to us. And then it does. And then we get so upset when it does, because we thought we were invincible. And so I think that way of thinking is probably way more healthier than, than what we have. Oh, I agree. I think I, I tend to think more uh, in Western civilization, especially, you know, the United States that I can speak on having lived here my whole life. Violence is celebrated where nudity and sexuality is condemned. And at the same time, despite violence being uh, prominent in everything, all of our media, death is so seldom accepted as a normalcy. Yeah. It's this mm -hmm. big moment without understanding or depth of that. And so we bury it. But isn't that literally. weird that there's no understanding or depth of something Absolutely. that we all know we're all going for? That's what we're all Absolutely. heading to. Which is, which is something that, you know, I... I have tended to be called like dark or morbid for those thoughts, but I think a lot about death. I think a lot about the passing and what that mm -hmm. looks like and what it is there afterlife is there not, what is that? F because that is so inevitable. And I personally have kind of, I think come away from, I would even say being submissive to the fear of mortality. You know, I don't be because you're absolutely right, Abby. I don't think, I don't think I'm going to live forever mm -hmm. at all. I hope I don't. That sounds awful, but that's ever more reason to explore what death is, what it does actually look like and what not only our people, but other people and other cultures consider of it. Mm -hmm. I think it's important to think through that. Yeah. That's what I was talking about. Um, the day of the dead. Mm -hmm. I can't say it. Dias de las Mortes or yeah. something like that. And how, I mean, it's it, it's not completely similar to this where, you know, they dig up their loved ones, but like yeah. the way that, it, I feel like they kind of might view death in the same way of like, oh, somebody dies. Well, it's okay because every year on this day, they're going to, their spirits are going to come visit us. Yeah. It's, I feel like for them it's not about the body, but you know, we're going to set out food and we're going to have a whole party and we're going to put their pictures on the mantle and they'll come and they'll say hello to us. Yeah. And whether they hear them speak or not, like I, I feel like they all believe that they feel it. There. Yeah. Yeah. Well, isn't it just a sense of like, 
I don't know, like that is what religion is to some people. Some people find peace in the fact of a heaven and hell and it's okay because they're in heaven with, you know, Jesus or God. So, I mean, I feel like everyone has their own different views. It's on it and like that's how they cope and that's how they grieve through it. Mm-hmm. But that's kind of the same sense of what a lot of the religions are with heaven and your loved ones being there. I mean, if you talk to some like really intense Christians or people who have been believers for a long time and are very solid in their faith and what they believe, like my grandma, a lot of my family members, mm-hmm. that's constantly what you hear after somebody's passed away is like, well, they're in a better place, things like that. That's how they can um, find the So solace. I just feel like it's all yeah. the same yet different. And um, I feel like sometimes the hardest part for people with death is because of the fact that they aren't confident or they don't know at all right. what they think happens after. Um, not even so much how it happens because like everyone knows that death is inevitable. Yeah. But I think it's the whole like what's after that that's really the scary thing for everyone. I completely agree. And I think that understanding and being willing, even of your own faith, to hear someone else's belief. Mm-hmm. Like this these people have with the manin they have a an element of that christianity in them of the spirituality right. of the higher power etc they that's part of their belief mm-hmm. it just looks a little different than what we believe right. and yep. i think it's important to keep that open mind like i said be disturbed all you want when you see these because they they're not easy to look at from our point of view but mm-hmm. I think it's important to be okay with that too, except that it's not going to be easy to look at these pictures or, or kind of read about it. And that that is growth is understanding how different people have those different beliefs. Oh yeah, absolutely. So yeah, I will make sure to post that in the description, the Menin death ritual, very fascinating stuff. Look it up. Um, I'll make sure to post a couple of the links that I have found and reading from here for the podcast too. Uh, do you think this is something that either of you could see happening in the U S ever? Never. Mm, <laughs> I don't know about never, but probably not, I guess. And not anytime soon. I just don't because the U S is mainly, and, and I, they have Christian beliefs, which that's, surprising to me mm-hmm. um but i feel like with them it, and what Paige was saying is like they believe you know the heaven and the hell and that the spirits go to the heaven and, and that that's their solace like for western civilization like oh right. well they're they're my angel now like they're protecting me in heaven which i totally fine if that's how you can cope with it um and i just feel like for western civilization to see a you know Somebody, first off, I don't think that anyone would take the time to preserve a body like that. <laughs> no, no. Well, there, there, there are some. Um, I cannot think. I'm going to quick search it. I cannot remember which episode it was, but there's another podcast that I really like uh, from Sean Carroll called Mindscape. I've talked about it in future episodes or future episodes, past episodes. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, let's see. One second, the uh, the Siamese twin tethering came out of my ear. <laughs> I pulled <it>. Sorry, <laughs> it's okay. Um, podcast about it's like death rituals. Um, Western civilization. This is yeah. There it is. Episode ten. I listened to this actually when I moved into this this apartment, your old apartment. Um, this episode is Mindscape. Sean Carroll. He's a theoretic theoretical physicist 
And he has an episode, episode 10, Megan Rosenblum on the death positive movement. It's a newer, um, it's a newer organization with a intention to change how we think of death here in the Western, uh, Western civilization. And she talks a lot about how a lot of what is Western understanding of death and funeral rites and the rituals that we have now really came about from the civil war specifically when lincoln actually here in this historic you know area of indianapolis that we are was brought through the mm-hmm. united states on the pennsylvania I told railroad you that. yes you I told, told you me that, that the page. other day and i was sharing that with abby that you had taught me that and yeah. the use of embalming and the open casket phenomenon really was in that capacity from the civil war that our understanding of death had changed so much previously and megan rosenblum goes into a lot more detail so if this is more interesting again sean carroll mindscape episode 10 um she talks a lot about how other cultures have celebrated and how previous to this western civilization we didn't do so much of this we didn't embalm we would set it up in the parlor. The body would be set up in the parlor of the family's house and you would come through by carriage or you would come visit mm-hmm. and you would walk through and they would take photos with the bodies. Mm. And it was so much different here, even in the United States previous to that. So I will check that. I didn't know. That's interesting. Yeah. I, d- I had no idea. That is. That. This other podcast is really great. If you like that kind of thing, um, big concepts, a lot of wild. I take a lot of inspiration from, uh, Sean Carroll's Mindscapes coming up with some ideas for our show too. So I'm glad I could, you know, push that out there while also sharing about the Manine death ritual with us, Thunderwolf. Yeah. Death is death is crazy, you guys. You know what Alice Dumbledore would say? What's that page? Death After is crazy. all, to the well organized mind, death is but the next great adventure. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Drawing He's it all a, back to what we're doing. One of the smartest doing. men in the world. <laughs> I love it. Smartest <laughs> fictional man in the world, I guess. Uh, he's real. <laughs> I think that probably wraps up our conversation with yeah, wrap, wrapping it up. The death talk today, going over and bum, bum, bum. thanking Abby for agreeing to be on the podcast today. No, thank you, guys. I, you know, I, I hear Paige yell at us every night when she goes down to do that <laughs> podcast mm-hmm. because um, a lot of times she'll start doing laundry at the time. It's not every night. It's every Monday. Now every other Monday. I think now and it's more just Maddie running back and forth on the floors. But that's the dog, by the way, Maddie. Um, but I really appreciate you guys having me on. And you know, um, anytime you want me back, just let me know. Absolutely. I'm, I'm just, yeah, Abby's I'm just been, a room away. <laughs> Abby's been begging uh, <laughs> us to be on for a while, and we've we've shot her down a lot. So mm-hmm. tonight I decided to throw shot her a bone when Jacob texted me, and he's like, "Abby's gonna be over," and I'm like, "Let the girl on, man. <laughs> Let the girl on." So, Paige, the <laughs> I just great gatekeeper. Be <laughs> <laughs> no, but this was a lot of fun. This was a I it think was fun. very topical, very interesting, and I'm really happy that you could. Uh, Make time to, to be on today, Abby. Yeah, of course. So yeah, Abby, I truly am happy, and I think you brought a lot to this um, thank you. episode with what you've, unfortunately, what you've been going through, but it was good because he, like he said, he sent me that like a week or so ago, and it just so happened to we could be able to tie those two together. Mm-hmm. So thank you for coming on. Thank you for being awesome. 
I miss you. I can't wait till you're home till tomorrow. <laughs> I'll see you later tomorrow. today <laughs> when this episode goes been, out. Yeah, yeah, later today. This dog has been annoying as hell, so definitely can't <laughs> wait for you to take care of that. <laughs> I miss you too, and I appreciate, again, I appreciate you guys having me on um, anytime, and um, thank you for your support in these hard times. Very much so. so. Absolutely. Anything that you have, Abby, that's going on in your life that you want to talk about, pitch, any cool bands or things that you're interested in, or anything you're doing, hobbies that you want to ta- tell the people about, this is your moment. <laughs> I'm pretty boring. Um, no, I yeah, mean, this is me every episode. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have much right now. Sorry, got a little cough going. Weird, not Corona. Um, oh my god! I, you know, I'm just I love my dog. There you go. There you go. <laughs> if love anyone your dogs, wants folks. to see a picture of my dog, let me know. I will show you. Why don't you send us a picture so we can post it on Instagram? Absolutely. Let me. Let me. Yeah, just get a picture of you and uh, Maddie. Okay. Yeah, yeah that'll be sure. good. And we'll post that up on social with the link. Absolutely. Will you, will you share yeah. our, the link when we put this up? Um, duh. I'm going to start asking. Like I said. I'm going to start duh. asking all of our guests that page. So if I don't make sure so we can give them yeah, that yeah, nice, yeah. like in the moment pressure that they have yeah, like yeah. a verbal commitment that we have recorded. I will sign a contract. Absolutely. <laughs> awesome. Paige, what about you? Ab- um, I, I'm just joking. Um, New. I pretty much shared everything new that was going on. My haircut, the gardening. Um, I started watching the morning show on Apple TV with Jennifer Aniston and Reese Witherspoon. It's very good. Um, so I recommend that to everyone. And I recommended a band to you a few days ago, Pine Grove, the song Darkness. And there are some other songs. I think you'd like them. It's a good band. I have not listened yet. I will be honest. You have to keep up on me. I, I will. will listen, I though. shall. I've also, I've but, recommended Tame Impala to you several times, Jacob. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I a good I think one. I have listened to Tame Impala, to be completely you honest. Have with we definitely us, have, for sure, at you. least. So, <laughs> yeah. so I've done that. I can't wait to see All the right. garden. I want to see that develop, too, as you get. I will. I, we can, I can share pictures of what it looked like before we started. That'd be I'll awesome. share the picture of the work we've done tonight. And then I'll share, like, um, a picture after we get the mulch in and all that. And then as time goes on, we keep adding more things in there i'll keep sharing it for i think sure. that kind of stuff would be really fun to start sharing more of too yeah. on both instagram and, and facebook like just the things that you and i are doing on a regular yeah just sharing that uh-huh. making that contact um as far as me i am continuing to stream so keep coming back after you listen to thunderwolf podcast and everyone who is listening and i learned some more people who are listening today thank you thank you for your continued support during all of this we know that commute is not happening for a lot of people so we're continuing keeping every other week uh releasing an episode two weeks ago we released an, uh the one before this and then it'll be in two weeks from now hopefully we can get that going on streaming as well so you can come hang out with us while we talk while we uh, create this podcast so everybody who's listening thank you so much yes very much. Paige informed me that my mom is a number one listener so hi mom love you i didn't say she was the number one no, listener I said a number one listener. oh <laughs> i don't even know if there is a number one i, I don't know how that's to give my mom a shout by out. money so if you want to support the show and become the number <laughs> yes. one listener uh send your money or purchase at teespring.com slash stores slash Thunderwolf podcast and get yourself looking sharp and then brag about it.
Yes, Paige. Abby, I want to call you out right now. Do we have your promise that you will at least purchase one thing from oh. um, our site <laughs> and give us some support? Yeah, you know just what? I, I just got that stimulus check, so. <laughs> it's my Trump bucks, I'll and I need that. them now. I'll use that towards your uh, your Thunderwolf. Yeah, we're just, not uh, giving one you. Thing. It, could be, it could be as simple as another Thunderwolf mug. No, I want a I think shirt. that's one of the we're cheaper We're not giving items. you a Thunderwolf yeah, shirt, a shirt as being a guest. We are asking you on the <laughs> yeah. podcast to spend money on being a guest. I this is the kind, that's how we do guys. things. This is the kind of big kahunas that we bring <laughs> to the world. Yeah. You got it. So thank you. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Um two weeks from now we'll release another one. Uh join me later tonight, if you're listening to this on Tuesday, uh, for the hundred follower celebration of Revlaw's Gamers Church at twitch.tv slash R E V L A W L Revlaw. <laughs> And come hang out with me. I know, Abby, you're going to do that, too. Yes. Paige and Abby. Put me up on the TV at home, you know? Just hang out. I'll, I'll talk air, with you. I'll yeah. play you right on that TV. I love we it. We might just do that. Oh, tomorrow night we're having a taco night and a fire. Woo-woo. You can Didn't put me on in the TV. <laughs> okay, we'll see. And we'll look at text. that option. I mean, you have phones, too. Take pictures of the fire. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> uh, I think that's the show. That's it. I'll start rambling if I don't stop now. Bye, guys. Yeah. What else do we... Anything? 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 Follow Facebook. Instagram, Thunderbolt Podcast. Find us. Find us, share us, listen. Love us. Love us. Okay. Paige, you ready? Time's up. Thank you, Abby, and read off.